Are you a powerful mum? Do you feel like sometimes you're completely powerless as a mother? I don't have children, but today's guest is an amazingly inspiring mother who a few years ago when her marriage ended turned her whole life around. Adriana Carballo runs Powerful Mums and is all about empowering mums to live their most amazing lives. This episode is a little bit of a tearjerker at times, uh, but her story is so honest, so authentic. I know you're going to get inspiration from it. Stick around to the end because you want to hear what she's up to. And I know that the inspiration you're going to get from this interview is going to help you if you are a mum out there to feel reconnected to your power, no matter what's going on for you in your world. You can go to relaunchmyliferadio.com for more show notes and please comment, share or pass this episode on to a friend who may need to reconnect back to her power as a mum. Live from Australia and all over the world, welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. Your host, Julia Lieber, is a lifestyle redesign expert who personally relaunched her own life from being a corporate workaholic, alcoholic and chocoholic to now living a life of her own design. She is an international coach, retreat facilitator, and spiritual teacher, and is a woman on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. With 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories, tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and live a life of zero regrets. If you want to get the latest, be sure to click subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for show notes and our blog. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio and today I am joined by Adriana Carballo from Costa Rica originally but now living in Copenhagen, Denmark. She's the founder of Powerful Moms and her mission is to help moms reconnect with their own power and I love her message which is about understanding that putting ourselves first as women and mothers is actually putting our kids first. So today we're going to talk about how she relaunched her life after her marriage ended in 2013 and also her spiritual awakening. So Adriana, thank you so much for being with me today and sharing your story with our listeners. Thank you, Juliet. It's, it's, I feel honored and yeah, and it's a pleasure. <laughs> Beautiful. So I would love to, first of all, rewind and go back to 2013 and ask you to paint a picture for us of what happened to you uh, that really spurred on what you've now started and, and your, 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 your passion coming out into the world. Where were you back in 2013 and what was happening? Well, 2013, like in the late summer of 2013 is when everything was just like, I would say when I kind of like realized that this is real, <laughs> this is happening. But it took a few months because um, everything started in the winter before where my husband actually came one day and just said that he just didn't have the same feelings for me and that it was kind of tough. Our life was tough and no, we don't travel. We don't do the same things that we used to do. And so I was kind of shocked. I was like, well, we have two small kids. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, uh, for me, it was really uh, surprising. Um, I took a break. I had desired to go home and visit my family for a while. So I actually felt like that was the right moment to do that. So I was away with my kids for six months. And um, 
I really thought that was the most beautiful thing I could do because I would give him that space that he needed. And, you know, somehow in my head and in my heart, I had this idea of all those movies that you see as a little girl that the guy comes and meets you and surprises you from the satin. I really had that. And I really thought that by me going home uh, with the kids and, and giving him that space, he, he was going to kind of have that feeling of wanting us back and, he would just come and surprise me one day when I was in Costa Rica and that just didn't happen. <laughs> so um, it was those six months when life was tough, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted. And then I decided to come back home. I decided to come back to Denmark and fight for marriage. I, I read a little book that my dad gave me when I was in Costa Rica and that book said, I'm going to go. I mean, this makes sense. We need to fight for our marriage. I am not giving up. I'm going back. and um, But when I came back, I just met this man that didn't want anything. It was just nothing. There was no way to reach out to him. And and I just, um, it was very sad. It was very frustrating that I, I just want this. Like, how can you not want to fight for our marriage, for our family, for ourselves? And Listen, I'm reading about all these things and everything that is happening to us is, is very normal for couples. And we are supposed to hit, you know, rock bottom sometimes and, and race up together. But that was not possible. So it kind of kicked off a whole bunch of feelings that I never thought I had. It was like altogether like jealousy, angry, the, the frustration, um, feeling completely powerless not having a little idea of who I was and, and not feeling valuable at all, at all. Like why, I mean, why can't he, you know, when, when you meet this guy that, I, I don't know, I just felt like I was in front of a man that I really didn't know for the first time in many years and didn't know me. And uh, I didn't really feel like I knew who I was anymore. And I felt like I was losing everything. Like my life was really crashing <laughs> completely down um yeah it was tough I I entered a big depression I would say depression couple of weeks where I was really down and and I just had um no idea what to do and felt very powerless and yeah and how old were your children then um my daughter she was one year old and my uh, son uh, four yeah Wow. She's going to be five now in, in January and my son is going to be nine. So yeah, it was five and one. Wow. Babe, little baby. Um, I would imagine, you know, I don't have children yet, but I would imagine for all the mums listening to this, you know, that's, that's probably, you know, the worst nightmare, you know, to have this family and have created this family and have this little baby and, and be so focused as well on raising your children that then to have that that security of the marriage and the, the relationship no longer there, um, you know, obviously very difficult situation and one that um, only you know what it felt like for you to go through that. But how do you, how do you stay strong then for your children going through something like that? You know, it was actually because of them that I got the strength because in the moment I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I felt strong. I felt very weak. I felt like, like I just had no clue what to do. And and the thing is that if I, I I go back to that feeling of feeling like I was not a good mother, like I was just, it was all up here in my head and my heart just felt so heavy. Mm. Like it was like, 
Oh my God, I'm getting, I'm about to get my period. So my hormones are having a big point in my body right now. So, um, (laughs) um, you know, it was just that I was just like angry all the time. I would feel I was, I was, I was upset. I was sad. And that was reflecting so much in my relationship with my kids. But in a in a good way, in a, in a, like I would see this as small kids, it's like they need a better mother. <laughs> they don't need a mother that is grumpy and and um, like resented all the time. And I don't want to talk bad about their parents. I mean, about their dad. Um, my son, he had already experienced a few moments where my husband was very upset and he would say a lot of things and we would get into those fights. I was like, I don't want that for the kids. Mm-hmm. And in a way. I um I got the strength from a little program that I bought in my desperation of wanting to save my marriage that it was um the, one of the first exercises was about perspective and it was really about seeing how what are the good things of not being in with this person like this person is not in your life and and look at the time that you have for yourself the time that you have to kind of figure out what it is that you really want and how you want to use your time and I really saw that as a big blessing of okay what kind of mom I want to be and um, because this is certainly not the mom that I want to be and my kids need me and I have no idea what to do but I'm going to figure it out so that's kind of like this trend that I, I remember, I was just, I feel grateful for my ex-husband or for him, for my husband at the moment, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have these kids. And if it wasn't for this crap that is happening right now, I wouldn't feel um, like I need to do something better, that this is an opportunity to to really become a mother that I feel proud of being and, and a person that I want to be. So I got the strength from them by feeling that I was just not being a good mom and that's not the mom and the woman that I wanted to be. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing so much of that. And so the, obviously, you know, that, that journey and rebuilding yourself and going through all of that depression, jealousy, anger, you know, the frustration, the powerlessness, the undervalued, I guess the flip side of that is learning to value yourself, learning to find your power, learning to transform that jealousy into inspiration. And so born from those negative emotions now on the other side, three or four years on, what, what is your, what is your vision and what is your, your business that you've brought to life now as a result of that transformation? You know, I, I say this a lot, but I don't really remember who was it that said it to me in all the in those moments where I was meeting with so many people and getting help from coaches and friends that were coaches and all that. But someone said, Adriana, do you want to be the result of what happened to you or do you want to be the result of what you learned from what happened to you? And that was a, that was that was like a wow. I'm like, okay, do I actually have a choice? <laughs> it's just like for the first moment I was like this is my choice now. This is an opportunity to relaunch my life, <laughs> to begin to redesign it and, and really um, ask what I want. And I knew that I just wanted to make a difference in some way. I just wanted to use my story to help families with the small children. That's how I started yeah. because I was getting help from all these coaches. I was like, I want to be a coach. And I would like to be a relationships coach because I would like to help um, from all this that I'm learning now about relationships and about 
our real purpose of life and really being feeling valuable and, and beginning to to meet people that would tell me, Adriana, you are not these things that are happening. You are something better and bigger and and that is never gonna go away. So tapping to that love that you are, feel love, feel gratitude, forgiveness. And I was getting into all those things. So I was just like, if I could just help one family, one couple that has small children understand more about how important it is that each one of them um, holds their own individual individuality, that they are a person and then they are a couple. And that person needs to be nurtured and that person needs to be able to communicate and feel um, secure and feel free to be the person that he or she is. And then you co-create something together as a couple and as a family. Then I, I thought, then I, if I could just save one couple from splitting and going through all this, I would be happy. So I started thinking about, I want to be coach. And in that process, everything changed to, I want to help moms because <laughs> I want to teach what I most want to learn myself also. <laughs> so I want to be that. I want to be that inspiration also for other moms and um, and to know how important it is to really be ourselves. Before we're mothers, we are women and, and we are also in spiritual beings. And I think that's very important to remember and to reconnect to that. So my business is based on that. Everything, you know, it started with couples, with everything that has to do with families and, and children. Um, it's really about empowering us, really reconnecting to that power of being the creators of our lives and understanding that that's the best way that we can guide our children by us being the example, but us doing what we want because we cannot teach them something that we don't know how to. We cannot teach our children to talk nicely to people and to love themselves if they do not feel that that we love ourselves and that we go after our dreams and we do what we want to do. So, Wow. And so if you were to rewind your life and see that Adriana that was trying four years ago to, to save your marriage and say if you'd been successful saving your marriage and you were still together, what do you feel would be different? Like what, what would you be doing now instead? I really, that's a tough question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I'm thinking, you know, I would, I would, I would imagine we, it would be a, a much stronger relationship, like a, a husband and a wife that are, that are happy with their own lives, that we're satisfied that we took the time to go through all our crap together <laughs> and um, and really give each other the space that we need. Uh, so I would I could just imagine that would have we it would be a happy, super happy family that has a lot of fun that goes on all these um, beautiful occasions together that we also together um, kind of expose our children to the world and to life, you know, to travel, to see how things are in other countries where our children to, to really also feel and, 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 and be, uh, how to say, give them an opportunity to see that we live in this world, but this is not the only thing that there is and there are many things. 
So I think I'm describing the kind of family that I want now. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah. what I want now. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And so I would love to ask you to give our listeners, if there's anyone listening to this and they're maybe in a relationship and they're feeling like uh, they're doing a lot of the time, the woman is the one seeking out the personal development and perhaps the, the, the partner. And this is a generalization, but I, I've seen patterns where perhaps the partner is a little reluctant to do any work on the relationship or there's that fear that if you go and speak to a counsellor or a therapist, that's going to end the relationship. But, you know, I, I think there's this yearning for women to enhance their relationships and, and, and maintain them and have that beautiful family unit. Um, what would you say to women listening if they're, they're trying to work on their relationship but maybe their partner's not so interested or, you know, what, what would you suggest? Well, I, I think... I really believe that the best thing is to kind of separate for a moment from our partners and really connect to ourselves. It's like, this is something that I want to do for me because I want to feel better. And, and kind of remember, if, if, if you haven't heard that before for the listeners, that everything is really energy and our energy reflects in, in, every, in everybody else. So by us being in that energy of love, of hope, of possibility, of courage also, like, okay, I'm doing this for myself because I'm feeling better. That is really, I, I would say that is really the best way that we can influence others. And, and that goes also for our children because I say a lot is just like, the only power that we have is what we, how we control our feelings and the things that happen to us. We do not have the power to control anybody else and what they feel and we're all in our own journey. So by us, like um, I think Marianne Williamson also has this beautiful power, a quote about us being powerful beyond measure that says, by us shining the light, or, you know, like keeping and continue to shine our own light, we, in, we, we help others to shine there, to, be, to connect to their own line. We inspire them by our own um, behavior, by our, by our own experiences. And um, I also have a little quote that I have on my computer that says, don't tell people your dreams, show them. So it's really be that example, work on yourself. And two things can happen when it comes to relationships and you're working with energy. And I think it's just one is that things are just going to start happening and unfolding in a beautiful way. And the partner is going to feel better and feel inspired to maybe pursue his own things. And the other thing that could happen is that you just, you're just feeling so good (laughs) that you don't really care (laughs) that you're just like in your own world and you're happy and you express that happiness. You're not grumpy. You're not nagging at anybody. And people are just happy around you. And then you don't really care if they're in their own little grumpiness. So it makes it easier for everybody else. <laughs> that's 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 powerful. I think that's definitely the most powerful state to be in. Just, um, yeah, people in Australia, we call it unfuckwithable. So (laughs) when you're just in that state where no one can mess with you because you're just on such a high vibration that you just feel so good, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. And it's infectious, you know. I mean, even, yeah, anyway, (laughs) I think that was a beautiful example. Um, One thing I think is really interesting in your message is you talk about that women and mums need to understand that putting themselves first is putting their children first. Now, this is one that I see mums back with all the time what are you what what do you want to talk about that what do you want to talk to around that well I I think 
that really the most important thing is to just be totally like brutally honest with ourselves and really kind of like go back to one day when we're just feeling awful, when we're terrible, when we have no energy to do anything. Um, that really, because this has happened to every single mom, I, I cannot believe that there's one single mom that has never kind of like exploded on their children and said, oh my God, I mean, I just cannot handle these or please go to your rooms. I cannot do this and all that. It's because we're just having all this, we're just constantly um, kind of, I, I say, giving our power away to everybody else. We're just focused on what is it that everybody else needs? How can I be the person that solves the needs for everybody, that plans everything? Um, and then then we're just like, our kids, I need to do this first for the kids. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to go to the lab. And then at the end of the day, there's like no energy left for ourselves. And then we feel completely exhausted. And um, and then there's just no time. If they come and talk to us, we just don't have energy to be nice. It's just like, I, I don't want this. So we have all experienced that. And what I like is to to ask ask um, all the women to kind of go back to also a moment when they were doing something that they really liked. Even if it was just dancing, you know, dancing or playing some music while you're making dinner. Your energy is different, and you feel happy, and you're doing you're do, making dinner, um, but you're also having a moment with yourself. You're just not there saying, "I'm doing this for everybody else." You're also you're doing, but you're also being a woman, and you're also being uh, happy doing something that you like. So, if I, I see this a lot, like we tend to say, "I'm going to do all this, all this, all this first, and then if there is time left at the end of the day, I'm going to take care of myself." And it has to be the other way around. We need to start with what is it that is going to make me feel good in the morning? What is it that I like to do? Um, I hear a lot of moms that says, I do not eat a healthy breakfast. I want a healthy breakfast or I skip breakfast and everything is a big hurry in the morning. It's like, well, then start by making the time. What, what do you need to have a good breakfast? Wake up 30 minutes before, then do it. You know, get because that energy is good. And we really start feeling much better. So it's really about understanding that we need to t- we need to kind of feel our own fuel our own energy tank first, and then we have energy to give others. Then we have love to give others. But if we continue to give our power away and fulfill everybody else's needs. The more that we do that, the less the, the more that we forget what is important for ourselves. And then that generates feelings of resentment and that generates feelings of anger and, oh, I'm doing all this for you and you're not grateful and listen, I'm so tired until the end of the day and how can you, how can anybody feel gratitude for all the things that I've done? We're not doing the things for them. We're doing them for us and then we are helping them. Um, And I really think that's the best gift that we can give our children and actually the whole world. Just by taking care of ourselves and being happy, then people around are going to be happy. 
it's beautiful I think everyone can relate and I think women especially we're kind of hardwired to put everyone else's feelings ahead of our own and it make everyone else a priority but it, it, it always comes back to that you know taking care of yourself first so that's that's beautiful and it's always good I think for people to have that reminder so people listening to this just remember that you're hearing this for a reason and, and that it's um, <laughs> it's there to just give you that nudge again to give you permission to look after you yeah. first as well as mums so I'd love to know from you on your journey in bringing powerful mums out and and we'll send a link to the listeners of how they can find out more details and your website link as well at the bottom of the podcast I'd love to know for you on your journey in the last few years what has been some sort of sign that the universe has your back or that this this is the right thing to be bringing forward into the world like how have you been supported or guided I I have been guided in so many ways Juliet I I actually I would say I I actually use that a lot when I'm feeling down when I'm when I just have those moments where I'm just like oh my god is this working am I on the right path and then I always go back to like just try to find Adriana one single moment where you have not when when things have not worked out and I just cannot you know it's just like I can't I'm just like it has worked out one way or the other. And then I'm just like, okay, I have been in this situation before, but I'm not just like crying my eyes out for a half day. I'm just like feeling the sadness and the whatever, and then I'm, I'm moving on. So so um, for me, those are signs that not only that the universe supports me, but that I'm that my soul has grown and and that I've learned some of the lessons. There are many lessons to be learned still. Um, But I feel very supported all the time. I like angel cards. So I've been using that myself. I'm not professional at all, but I just have my own deck of cards. And I, I just get, it's just like I get goosebumps every time I ask a question and then I get a card. It's really, for me, those are those signs that, the universe has those little things and um yeah it's it's very general I didn't give you a specific example but it's really I just feel that is is that moving from that feeling of of hope which is good the energy of hope and possibility but then moving to that energy of knowing knowing that it's going to be okay and the fear is always there you know in those moments of just like oh but but it's just like it's difficult for me to not believe that it's going to go well. And um, when I have doubt about my business on its own and, and, and the women that I'm reaching, if I'm like down that, oh, maybe I'm not having as many clients this month as I expected or something, then I always go back to, well, where am I not giving space to myself to, get, to have more clients? And it's maybe a month where I'm just going crazy focus on so many other things. I'm not focused on my business. I look at my calendar and it's packed with play dates. I'm like, well, when am I going to have a client? So if I had clients, I wouldn't be able to um, serve them as I want to. So that's a sign that the universe is <laughs> that everything is working out as it needs to work out for me right now. So yeah, that's my way. So the universe knows, oh, Adriana's too busy. We won't send her any clients. And then when you create space, it's like, oh, great. We can send her some clients. So, yeah, I've, I find the same thing. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> and, and so uh, 
what do you feel like has been one of the biggest decisions you've needed to make in the last few years? Because, you know, it's, it's not always easy and we do have to make difficult decisions sometimes on our path of, of being a powerful, you know, entrepreneur and, and starting these new businesses. What has been a sort of a difficult business decision for you that you've made? I would say that it's definitely just the decision of starting a business on my own. Yeah. That, um, because... I've seen that all the way through. I mean, you face a lot of challenges and then you're like, oh my God, was this a good idea? But then I make the decision again. It's like, well, yeah, I'm continuing. And so I think that was the most scary decision, even though it felt super good. I felt very good, inspired to do it. Uh, But kind of like to jump into that of doing it on your own and not knowing. um, I think that's, that's the one just because I think and I think a lot of people wait until they feel confident or they don't have that fear feeling before they start their business or before they quit their job or before they go after their passion but it like you said before the feeling the fear feeling is pretty much always there you just have to do it anyway right you know I think if if I if I may I would like to give you a little example if yes um, please of, of dealing with that fear and it is um Sometimes there is the process that I learned when I was doing my, my coaching education that it's about that about creating that space, creating that void for things to come. Mm. So every time we want something, um, yes, we need to be super clear about what it is that we want. We need to work with the beliefs that come up and see what is the what are the new beliefs that we need in order to create what we want. Uh, but it's very important to make space also. And it can be physical space or it can be that space in our hearts. So sometimes it's that it's forgiving is what needs to be done in order for our hearts to feel more um, expanded and to have space for a new relationship or to have space for new love or for new clients. So we need to make space in our calendars. But it's also that letting go of something that really makes us very fearful. And I can give you is this example very recent is that I have, it's also very personal, but it's something that I'm deal, dealing with right now um, that has brought out a lot of fears. And it is when I separate from my husband, there is, we made this agreement that he was going to support us in some way, some financial economic way. And, and that has been a very, a very, um, a very strong security financial security point for me and somehow I know that money comes in but in the same at the same time that money has created so much drama during the last year it's just like okay then um I can say something like well your business you're you're building my business with my money (laughs) for example and I'm just like what but that that's true I mean it's his truth in a way but it really hurt and and when you do your own work it's just well there is fear from this other person that reflects fear that I also have of letting go of this money. This money is coming to me, and but it's, it has an energy that I don't need in my life. So this is maybe the space that I need to make. And this is maybe the energy. I, I want money that comes to me from my business, from the difference that I'm doing in the world. I want money that comes with the energy of love and with the energy of of um, that difference that I'm making. And yes, I'm extremely fearful and my business has given me um, a lot of support during the last year, but I'm starting. (laughs) So it's also 
to let go of that money. I say, okay, God, universe, I'm ready. I'm letting go of this money with love. Um, but I don't. I think this money is stopping me from receiving money that comes from love because this money is certainly not coming from love. It did at the beginning. There's good intentions, and He has the best intentions to help me and support me and the kids. But I need to let go of this money because I need that energy out of my space. I need, he deserves, you know, do you know what I mean? I mean, in, in a good way, I came to realize that I was very fearful to let go of that money, that I was very, that that was reflecting insecurity on my ability to sustain myself with my own business. And I was just, well, then this it is. That's what I need to do. Sometimes it's our business. If, if we want a new job and well, how much time are we really spending into or not spending investing into looking for new job opportunities or are we just stuck in saying i don't like my job i don't want it i want something else but are you looking for something else are you giving some signals to the universe for something to give you and so for me that's the fear that is release it and trust that we're going to get something back that is much better I love that. I love that example, and I have so much respect for that example. And that 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 is just perfect way to summarize. You know that staying everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I promise mm-hmm. you, letting go of that, you are going to open doors for so much abundance and so much success for you. And that's a, it's those brave decisions that I've seen, and and with other people that I've interviewed and clients I've worked with, you will courage is always rewarded. And that's that's a brave mm-hmm. step. And and you feel you feel like it's the right thing, and you're creating a space for all of that new energy to flow to you. So. Thank you. I feel like this is a really beautiful point to stop and, and pause and, and let the listeners that are listening to your story, if they want to find out more about you, um, click the links on the podcast and go to your website and have a look. I know you run programs to help empower powerful mums. So if you're a mum listening to this and you want to connect with Adriana and learn more about her mission and how she's helping empower mums to be more powerful and support them on their journeys, please reach out. Uh, I very much support you and I believe that we, as soon as I heard your story, I felt like, you know, we're, we're similar mission, just different parts of getting there. And um, mm-hmm. I think um, you're just so beautifully in tune and, and spiritually aware and really sincere and, and, and just beautiful. And I, I wish you so much success and love and any support I can give you with your journey, please just reach out and know that you're so supported in Australia and it's halfway around the world, but it doesn't matter with the internet. <laughs> so, Thank you so much. I feel I have a friend in Australia and said, I'm still going in 2017 to Australia. So I feel very drawn to Australia for some one reason or the other. So definitely. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's, it's a great place and I'm sure you'll love it and you'll have to let me know when you're here. So let's leave it at that. So this was Relaunch My Life Radio and we've been speaking with Adriana Caballo from Powerful Mums about her spiritual awakening and how she relaunched her life after her marriage ended and now her mission to help mums reconnect with their own power. So thank you so much and um, I wish you all the best of success. Thank you, Adriana, for your time and sharing your story. Thank you, Juliet. I'm very, very grateful. (laughs) That's this episode's inspiration for Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia and all over the world. Visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for resources to help you relaunch your life. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.